Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hi, everyone. I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today, we're going to talk about how to keep your job if you're a rebel at work. We'll start with a question from someone who is great at his job, but not great at being a corporate team player. Mm. He has a boss who protects him, but she's going to be leaving. During the second part of our podcast, we'll approach the same topic from the boss's point of view. If you're a boss who protects office rebels, what advice would you give them for surviving without you? Oh, this is great. I mean, rebels can be such valuable producers at work, but they can also alienate a lot of people. I hope more of our listeners will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. All right. Well, here's our question. I work at a very large company as a community outreach person, and I'm good at it. I'm good at going into communities and enrolling people in our programs. I'm kind of a corporate community activist. At the same time, I'm not the best corporate team player. I've been known to start arguments with my coworkers and say the wrong things at meetings. I tend to challenge the status quo and corporate speak bugs me. (laughs) Um, I just learned that my boss who protects me is leaving. I'm not sure how I will survive once she's gone. Any tips? (laughs) Yeah. You got to go on a bunch of apology tours, I would imagine, (laughs) part of your future without this person who protects you. Yeah. You should probably let everybody know what a rebel is because, you know, that's right out of our book, um, Working With You Is Killing Me. Why don't I start? Let's sit. The the primary characteristic of a rebel is, of course, that they love to challenge. And I think in one of our other books, we even referenced it as the challenger. Um, and they take great pride in this, right? They're kind of the the advocates for the underdog as they saw, see it. And also they're the truth tellers. They'll tell the right. truth that no one else is re- is willing to say. They think they say what you don't want to say. Right, exactly. But you know better. That's why you don't say it. Right. So they like to challenge the status quo, as you, as this person is saying, and they're, they can be amazing. I think it's no surprise that this person is so great out in the community because they're great advocates. They are natural activists. They can rally the crowd. They can listen to people and understand their concerns and respond. Uh, But when it comes to returning to a corporate uh, environment, which is usually all about following the rules and playing politics, it's not such an easy fit. Yeah, I mean, you know, the rebel doesn't like to play by the niceness, you know, like the the way to really get along in a corporate environment is to play by their rules. And they don't like that. But, you know, they're not diplomatic. Let's put it that way. That's not something they do. I'm going to read you a couple of questions right out of working with you is killing me. Do you think of yourself as an independent thinker? I think that's what a lot of rebels think. You know, I don't like to follow the pack. Yeah. Um, Do you enjoy shocking your coworkers with provocative statements? I think that's a big part of it. (laughs) Yeah. In a group situation, do you often take the contrary point of view? 
Yes. That's what they're like. Does getting into a heated argument energize you? You know, <laughs> that's that's not everybody. Do you frequently clash with people in positions of authority? So if you said yes to any of those questions, you're a rebel or you know someone who's a rebel. <laughs> and we all know someone who's a rebel if we're not one ourselves. Yeah. So, um, you know, look, I think this person is in a the right position for themselves. They should yes. definitely be outside and rolling people. That's really great. Um, and I'm assuming it's sort of underdog kind of thing. But, you know, if you're going to be losing your protector, then you're going to have to play the workplace very differently going forward. And you don't know if your protector is going to be replaced. Like, you don't know if you're going to get somebody like that. Right. That's so, right you may not get someone who cares or, you know, is going to, you know, take your point of view. So, you know, the, the one thing I do know about rebels is that they are quick to apologize. They're not uh, ashamed to apologize. And they know that they, they can be off limits sometimes that they could, you know, it, it doesn't help them in the moment. They just seem to have to get their, what they have to say out. Yeah. But, um, you might want to start looking for another job if that's the case, if the new person is not going to protect you um, because you're, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. I, I was going to say, you can't just run around and apologize all of a sudden because it will be seen as very disingenuous. It, it'll be obvious that you're doing yeah. it to kind of protect yourself. I do think, and we were talking about this earlier. I do know of, re of rebels who have sort of, curbed their behavior yeah. in ways that um, make it possible to continue working in a situation after their protector leaves. And usually it's a combination. And it's an interesting thing. In a way, you have to launch a different kind of campaign where um, one fellow I was working with, he had lunch or coffee with every single one of the colleagues that he knew he had inadvertently rubbed the wrong way and just talked about actually basically talked about things that they could do together or ways that he could help them also instead of just giving them a hard time but that in order to do that he had to swallow his pride well yeah and be, yeah and be willing to take a very different uh, that sounds role. like an apology tour to me but <laughs> it does <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's actually a good point because someone's been protecting you. You haven't really gotten to know maybe the other people you work with and to right. see how other ways you can support them. You know, the thing about rebels is they probably are very lovable when they're yes. not in their in their rebellious, rebellious moments. So maybe you have to find someone else who would protect you or yeah. at least judge you when you're about to do something you shouldn't. Um, but self-control you know, is something that you're probably going to have to use. Yeah. Well, and you have to feel in a funny way, because I think the other part of re rebels are nat naturally competitive, right? So you have to be willing, I think, to see yourself as more part of the team, not as the exception to the rule. Mm. Um, and this kind of take on that mantle, if you're willing. And I love the idea, Kathy, of finding someone else. And there probably are people among your coworkers who appreciate who you are, who yeah. see you as a character, who would be willing to help you with things. And we've talked about very often, like the literal tactics of preparing your statements before you go to a meeting and making yeah. sure you don't say something offensive 
or sending your email or text to someone else who has a more diplomatic approach to things to at least edit your messaging before it comes out and yeah bites you. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to understand that, you know, you have an outside personality that works well for you. And then you've got to start to adapt to an inside personality, you yeah. know, one that will work within your job. And won't piss people off because you know what the problem with a rebel is that whether you do it or not when there's a problem they're going to blame it on you mm. like you're just going to get blamed for problems yeah and that is that's a tough thing about that role being in that role of the rebel is you're going to pay for for things that are not your fault so if if you can get a hold of how you behave in the workplace either by having other people support you or, you know, limiting your communication internally. Um, but you do have to figure out a way to get along. Yeah. It would be, it's it's a challenge. That's your challenge. Yes. And then you mentioned the other option, which is to start looking for a new position, which is also <laughs> yeah. a possibility. Um, very often protectors will take their great producing rebels with right. them, right? Eventually, if they can. So that's another possibility. Yeah, you were very fortunate to have a protector. Um, but I think on your own, you need to figure this out. You know, I've got the right job. I like I like what I do. But how do I temper my own behavior internally? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's your challenge. I agree 100%. I also, one thing that I'm, I'm right now, for some reason, I'm working with two or three different rebels. And one thing that I notice about each of them is they're actually very idealistic people. They mm -hmm. actually have very high ideals and very high standards for themselves and others. Mm -hmm. And so um, I guess I one of the things that I'm thinking is internally, it's important to really value that and embrace that while understanding that part of the work of work is getting along. So yeah. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's switch to, you know, the other side of this. So what if you're the boss who protects office rebels because they're great with the public? How would you advise them to survive without you? Um you know, if they're not giving you a job offer, which is really the thing that they could do the most for you is like, come with me. But if that's not the case, I think they would probably say, you know, this is your challenge. This is what you have to work on. Yeah. You know, you have to minimize your communication in the office. And when you do, you're going to have to partner with somebody yeah. who can nudge you or, you know, tell you what you can say and what you can say until you get used to it, until you yeah. know what you can say. But chances are, you know a little bit when you rub people the wrong way and you just want to not do it. I think also this is an opportunity, honestly, for a manager to be able, because if you're, say, uh, someone who's leaving a situation you very well know the players. So yeah. you could certainly give your rebels um, a play card. Like here are, the, here are the relationships that you really need to nurture or, that, or, or the situations that you need to try to maneuver differently, you know, yeah. and give ideas about how to work with those people who, I mean, the thing that's interesting to me about rebels is anyone who they think is like a, very political or, you know, uh, kiss up or anyone who they think is a poser, right? That kind of person, 
they'll want to take them down. And I think, yeah, (laughs) I think a good boss or manager might be able to say, look, those people who drive you crazy because you don't think they're authentic, here's how I would suggest working with them. And usually it's probably starts with being able to acknowledge the value that those people bring, because I think rebels are very quick to devalue anyone who they think isn't really doing a good job. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I think it's a big tall order to ask a rebel to temper themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I think as you mature and you pay the price over time, you get a little better at it, but never great. Um, But, you know, you can always start your own business and be a, you know, like a consultant for companies where they just hire you to do the outside work and internal <laughs> meetings. I mean, that's another way to look at this. I don't sure. want you to be a fake, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you have that kind of a personality and you really, this is who you are, you have to make it work for you. Yeah. So by asking you to work in a corporation and change yourself, I that that bothers me. I don't want to ask anybody to do that. But in the meantime, until you figure it out, you do have to temper yourself. Yeah, and I think you can temper yourself without losing the value of who you are. It's just that you, as you were saying, there's a distinction between in-house behavior and outside behavior. Yeah. It's funny. It's like they say, you know, we have to use our inside voices here. <laughs> yeah. So you, yeah, there may be things, I'm imagining this person who originally wrote to us and has this corporate job, wants some of that, wants the security of that, may want the status of that, you know, so you sort of, I think you have to own the parts of a, a, a status quo job that you want, and then find your way to be a creative rebel without getting fired. How's that? Yeah, without people hating you before right. you get fired. you know you want you want to figure that out how to make that work for you yeah so you could also hire a coach coaches are pretty good at that at giving you you know other ways to behave and you could contact them the second you're about to have an outburst and then get tempered that way but you you definitely can't do this alone you need support yes So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further thoughts or comments on this topic, tweet us at AskK2. Also, follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to receive our podcast email, text us at 228-28. That's 228-28. And type in MyCrazyOffice, all one word. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at MyCrazyOffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.